Hello and welcome to another episode of Job Quest, where we get the inside scoop on what jobs are really like. I'm your host Luca, and today we'll be interviewing Megan Emery, an orthopedic surgeon for kids at the Stanford Children's Hospital. You'll learn about what it's like to work with kids, standard procedures, and more. Let's begin our quest. Welcome to the show. What is your job, and can you describe it to a kid? Sure. So uh, I'm a pediatric orthopedist, and that means that I am a doctor that takes care of the bones and joints of muscles in kids. And I'm a pediatric orthopedic surgeon, so sometimes that means surgery, but not always. Can you describe an average day as an orthopedic surgeon? Yeah, so it depends on if it's a clinic day or an OR day, and it depends on if I'm on, I'm on call or not. So orthopedic surgery is one of the specialties where um, we need to be on call because nobody plans for an accident. And a lot of times, especially kids, will fall off of things and break their arm or their leg or somehow hurt themselves and need to be taken care of kind of right away. And so then we take turns being available to do that um, rather than kind of be planned for it. So on a typical clinic day, I get up and do a little work in the morning on my computer and then help take care of my kids and get them ready for school or camp. And then I go to clinic and I see patients there either in follow-up or if they're coming with a new problem that's not an accident, that's not time sensitive, then I'll see them and see if there's a way I can help get them better or help give them more information. Um, and I usually see about 25 patients in a full day. And then if it's an operating room day, if I'm in surgery, then I get to the hospital a little bit earlier. So I can't take my kids to school. Those days usually start at 6.30 or 6.45. And then I'm in the operating room doing surgery on kids, trying to make them better. And then I can go, it's hard to predict sometimes. So that can sometimes go into the late into the evening if it's a hard day. What's a procedure you might go through if, let's say, somebody broke a bone? It depends on how badly it's broken. So one of the things that's different about being a pediatric orthopedist than a regular orthopedic surgeon is that kids are still growing. Their bones are still growing longer. And their bodies in that process are able to actually straighten crooked bones. So like if you broke your arm, it could heal crooked. And because you still have years to go of growing, your arm could straighten out on its own. So sometimes the procedure when a kid breaks their bone, especially if they're really young, is just putting them in a splint or a cast and stepping back and letting nature take its course. And then most of my job is just educating the patient and their parents on what's going to happen. But sometimes, especially in older kids or certain locations in the body, they won't straighten things out on their own and they do need surgery. So the most common example is a kid falls off the monkey bars and breaks their elbow right in this spot and it's really crooked and their arm looks crazy and they're in a lot of pain and everybody's really scared and they come to the emergency room and we talk to them about how we're going to fix it and then once we have once the OR says okay you can come then we take the patient back they say goodbye to their parents they get medicine to go to sleep so they don't feel anything and then once they're asleep they basically like manipulate their arm and just move the bones into the right place and I put a couple pins there to hold it and then I put them in a cast and they wake up and they go home later that day and then in about three weeks we take the cast off and the pins out and they get back to life that's one of my favorites what is the cast exactly used for the cast is used to support the pins and kind of protect them 
Because usually kids who are breaking their bones are not kids who are just sitting on the couch doing nothing. And once they feel better, which is usually about a day or two later, they're up and moving again. And so we use the cast to basically protect them from themselves so they don't fall and like bump the pins. Also kind of protects the healing of the bone. Exactly. How did you get this job with <laughs> maybe like a path with school or training? Yeah. So um, my dad is an orthopedist and his dad was an orthopedist. So I grew up kind of knowing that this was a possible career. And like my dad really loves what he does and always had a lot of job satisfaction. And so um, when I was in, so I did four years of college and one summer when I was in college, I got a job cleaning the floors in the operating room. That's what's called an orderly. And you basically are like a janitor in the operating room. And I loved it. I loved being in that environment. So then I thought, well, maybe I could do this. So I did four years of college and then four years of medical school. And then after that, after you finish medical school, you get your MD. So you're technically a doctor, but then you have to do more training to be a specific type of doctor. So for orthopedic surgery, you do a five-year residency. And residency is sort of like half work, half school. So as opposed to college and med school where you're paying to get taught, in residency, they pay you, but not very much. And you work really hard. But what you're gaining is knowledge and experience. So five years of orthopedic surgery residency, and then to do pediatric orthopedic surgery, that's one more year of training that's called fellowship. And that's kind of like residency where you're still being taught by more experienced surgeons. But you're kind of at the very end, and you get more responsibility, and you start like transitioning to like, okay, when this year is done, then I'm going to start being the one who makes the final decision, who's sort of in charge. Seems like you have to be really like confident that this is your job if you want to go through all of it. Because if... Kind of. Yeah. It's it's hard if you're not sure and you're halfway through because you've invested so much. But there are lots of people who finish training and decide, oh, you know what, like maybe patient care isn't exactly what I want to do. And they can pivot to, you know, healthcare startups or consulting or things like that. So some people drop off, but most most of us have decided and know going into it, like, yeah, this is what I want to do. So what are the best parts of your job? Mm, there are a lot of best parts of my job. I think um, some of the best parts of my job are um, being part of a kid's life, you know, when they are scared and in pain and kind of helping them and their families through that so that, you know, a couple months later, they're back to themselves, like nothing ever happened. That's really rewarding. It's really rewarding to watch every day how cool um, the skeleton is, the growing skeleton. Like every day, it amazes me what how kids can heal and what their bodies can do. Um, I like working with my hands. Orthopedic surgery especially is really um, hands-on and really like immediate results. So as opposed to other types of medicine where like, you know, maybe you do diabetes and you put patient on medication for diabetes and change their diet. And over months and months and months and years, you might see changes. In orthopedic surgery, somebody's bro bone is broken and crooked. And 30 minutes later, it's straight. And it still needs to heal, but it's like really immediate satisfaction of taking something that's like broken and crooked and making it closer to what it's supposed to be. So yeah. that's really rewarding. My patient population is really rewarding. I love working with kids. Um, no matter what kind of condition they have, they just usually want to get better and be a normal kid. And so it's fun to to work with them to try to make that happen. I love being with other kids as well, probably because I am a kid. 
but yeah, <laughs> kids are pretty great. But what are the hardest parts of your job as well? Yeah, um, I think the hardest parts of my job are when I don't have a way to help somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a lot of, especially like genetic conditions or certain types of accidents where like, um, for example, if a kid almost drowns, but doesn't quite drown, then they have a lot of brain damage that can affect their muscles and their bones and those kinds of things we don't really have a solution for. And um, so it's really uh, frustrating for me to have a patient and their parents come to me for help and not really be able to offer much help. Um, That's really hard. Sometimes things, there'll be what are called complications where things don't go the way that you want to and a kid needs another surgery or, you know, is in the hospital longer. Um, And even though I always do my best, my absolute best, when those things happen, I always feel like some responsibility, like, oh, I should have done it better or done it differently. Um, And that, you know, I never want to hurt somebody in trying to help them. Um, And so those are probably the hardest parts. It makes it a bit more it's like harder on the emotional side more than the physical side yeah for sure the physical stuff like that's not easy but like I don't know that's part of the process the emotional part and the responsibility is is where I lose sleep and get my gray hair what's it like to work with kids all the time I mean you've explained it a bit but like yeah it's great it's really great I think um you know, as opposed to my experience in residency with adults where they have like so many other things that they're thinking about and worried about and dealing with, like kids are usually pretty, um, what you see is what you get. And they will just tell me like, hey, I want to get back to playing soccer. And I'll say, okay, let's figure out how we can get you back to playing soccer. Or, um, you know, I want to work on my art, like, and my hand hurts, like I can't do it because my hand's broken. Like, what can I do in the meantime? Um, so it's really, it's rewarding in that sense. And then their bodies, like I said, just heal really well. And that's really cool. And, um, I like working with their parents as a parent myself. I I feel like I can really empathize with my patient's parents. So I don't think I could, I don't think I would ever make a different choice. Like I'm definitely in the right position for my personality. And the kids that I work with in clinic are nicer to me than my own kids. They actually listen to the advice I give them. (laughs) Uh, Maybe because uh, you know, you know, your actual kids more. Yeah, probably. You've talked about like the actual work part of it, but I bet not all of it is in the field. So what's it like and how many, how much of it is when you're on a screen? Yeah. So, um, there's some screen work that we do, you know, like, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the electronic medical record, but like all the charting that we do, where we basically say like, okay, this patient came to see me, this is what they're saying hurts them, you know, this is their exam, this is what their x-ray shows, all of that is on the computer. Um, So that's screen time, all x-rays, MRI, CT scan, like all the imaging that we do, where we like look inside a patient's body, all of that is on a screen. Um, so I definitely do screens there. Uh, and then I work in our residency program, meaning I help train when I said, you know, you do a five-year residency and a one-year fellowship. I'm now one of the people who helps teach that. And that part of my job requires a lot of email and zoom meetings and things like that. So I definitely do time in front of a computer. Um, but it's all like supplementing the in-person interaction 
Although we also do more telehealth now than we used to, which is nice for my patients who come from really far away. They can get x-rays close to where they live and they can send those to me and then I can just meet with them like we are now. And they don't always have to come in, you know, because some patients will come from hundreds of miles away. So it's nice to make them drive if they don't need to. That's a lot of different ways of that, like technology is present in this job. Mm -hmm. How has it impacted like technology? How has that impacted orthopedics? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'd say we kind of touched on digital x-rays, the, um, telehealth um, in the operating room, me not so much, but some other types of surgeons, especially if they do the same type of surgery over and over and over again, like adult surgeons who do joint replacement, like when your grandma gets her hip replaced, a joint replacement surgeon does that. Um, A lot of those specialties are working more with robotics to try to make surgery more precise and um, try to get better outcomes. So people use robotics. Some people are starting to use um, artificial intelligence to like be able to screen x-rays and not miss things that sometimes are commonly missed. Um, so that's not really in, in practice much, but people are looking at those sorts of things, like ways to automate some of the less um, less complex parts of our job and our decision-making. Technology is everywhere nowadays. What's that? Technology is everywhere nowadays. Totally. What's your favorite dessert? Ooh, I like lots of different desserts. Mm-hmm. I love in California. There's a dessert called an it's it. It's an ice cream treat that is it's like an ice cream sandwich that you can only get in California and really I think only in the Bay Area, like Northern California. So I love it's it's and hmm, I think I love strawberry vanilla cake. Mm, strawberry. I love all cakes with fruits. Yeah. If it has fruits in it, I'll eat it. And what's your favorite joke? Ooh, I don't really have a favorite joke. I'm kind of a situational comedy kind of person where I like, I think the funniest things are like what's happening in front of you and somebody makes like a funny little comment. Um, But well, I think Drew, who you met, my seven-year-old, came up with a joke the other day that's, um, what do you call a cow on a Harley, Davids- Harley Davidson? I don't know. A mood or cycle. (laughs) I thought that was pretty good. Thanks for being on the show. You were a great guest. (laughs) Well, thanks for having me, Luca. And thank you to you for listening to this episode of Job Quest.